From the Newstalk ZB Newsroom, this is News Fix. Good morning, I'm Neva Redimanu, and this is your morning News Fix for Tuesday, 22nd of February. In this update, a clear illustration of the tough job facing police at Parliament grounds. Scores of protesters remain in place in central Wellington as the anti mandate protest enters its 15th day. Police were able to put concrete barriers around them early yesterday, meaning no further vehicles could enter the area. Several people were arrested during further unrest overnight. Meanwhile, Auckland University of Technology adjunct professor Dominic O'Sullivan says there's concern over the de-escalation tactics being used by the police. But at the same time, most New Zealanders don't want violence. Police could go in with batons and pepper spray and take the army in with them to help. But I think we'd all find the images of that quite horrific too. So there is a balancing act that, that needs to be done. Challenges ahead for New Zealand's economy. Westpac has downgraded its annual economic growth expectations for this year from 3.8% to 3%. The bank's economists now predict a slower comeback for tourism and hospitality, coupled with higher inflation and interest rates. Acting Chief Economist Michael Gordon says they've adjusted some of their forecasting as they no longer expect to pick up in tourism this year. Requiring self-isolation for all visitors is just going to be too prohibitive for anyone that, other than maybe just a handful who are visiting friends and families. But the Finance Minister is unconcerned about the threat rising interest rates have to New Zealand's financial stability. The Reserve Bank will announce tomorrow its latest review of the official cash rate. Many economists expect a hike. It's at 0.75% after two lifts since October last year. Grant Robertson acknowledges any rise will bring added stress for some, but overall he's confident in the financial stability of New Zealand and in where the economy is at. Hope there'll be flexibility around the government's new COVID support payment. Businesses that have suffered a 40% revenue loss due to Omicron will be eligible to fortnightly payments of up to $24,000 over six weeks. Canterbury Employers Chamber of Commerce Chief Executive Leanne Watson says there are signals it could be extended for longer, which is important with all the uncertainty. We certainly need to make sure that if, as long as the restrictions are in place and we're seeing the way that the general public are sort of behaving in terms of staying at home, then we need to make sure that that financial support is available for that period. The Canterbury earthquakes have helped researchers understand more about earthquake hazards and other low seismic activity areas. It's 11 years today since a major quake that claimed 185 lives. Researchers are carrying out EQC-funded work on low seismic hazard zones across the country. Professor Mark Sterling says Canterbury has low seismic fault lines, which can result in rare, out-of-the-blue earthquakes. The Canterbury earthquake sequence was one of those where you had the main earthquake in September 2010. That fault was not known about before, and then it caused a long, energetic aftershock sequence that is still going on. They're using southern New Zealand as a case study. In sport, Highlanders halfback Falau Fakatava has set his sights on an All Blacks jersey this year after a knee injury last April ruined his chances of a 2021 debut. Former world number one, Rory McIlroy reckons the nails have been put in the coffin of golf's Saudi breakaway golf league following Dustin Johnson and Bryson DeChambeau signalling their disinterest in the concept. And British sprint veteran Mark Cavendish has won stage two of cycling's UAE Tour. I'm Neva Reti Manu, and that's your latest news fix. We'll be back with the next update at midday from the Newstalk ZB Newsroom. For more news, 